and welcome to Tignum Thoughts Brief, where we break down this month's Tignum Thoughts and give you some context and some insights into why we wrote this blog. My name is Angela Walker and I'm a performance coach with a specialism in nutrition. This month's blog was so important to me because I know that January is typically the time when people start looking at diets and start thinking about making changes to the way that they eat. When I had a nutrition clinic back in back in London, January was always a very busy month, the time when people were keen to kickstart a New Year's resolution. And typically, we frame those New Year's resolutions when it comes to diet from a perspective of restriction. So I knew I wanted to come at it from a different perspective. And different not just for the sake of standout, but different because there is actually a good case that restriction and deprivation in the diet is not a good idea. One of the most powerful ways that our diet can influence our body and brain is through the microbiome, that population of bacteria that we all carry around in our gut. There's about two kilograms of bacteria in all of our digestive systems. And our diet influences the type, the quantity, and the diversity of that bacteria And it does so in a very, very short space of time, a matter of hours after each meal that we eat. When we eat a very restricted diet, restricting or cutting out whole food groups, it can have a knock-on effect on the diversity of the microbiome. Plus, feeling like we're depriving ourselves of something in the diet is never fun. It's never something we look forward to. And we know that our thoughts, our mindset can play a huge role in how the body responds to the food that we eat. Taking a different route can help our diet changes to feel more effortless and end up having much more impact. So recently I was coaching somebody and we were in on a call where we were diving particularly into nutrition. And she shared with me that she said, I really hate vegetables. But then she went on to describe quite a few vegetables that she was happy to eat. So I sort of dug into this a little bit further and I asked if she had ever roasted her vegetables. Well, this was like the light bulb going on because what it became really clear was that it wasn't anything to do with not liking vegetables. It was how they were prepared that she didn't like. And things like when they were when they were boiled, when they were steamed, when they were raw, that's what she really didn't enjoy. So I gave her a really simple idea. Roast all your vegetables, make big trays of roasted vegetables and kind of get lots of variety, experiment with different types going into those, those roasted trays. That really gave her permission and she went off and experimented and really enjoyed it, made really fundamental changes um, to her diet and felt great as a result. So here is your challenge. Can you add more plant-based diversity into your diet each week? Now by plant-based, I don't mean go into a vegan diet. I don't mean cutting out all animal foods or any food groups, but can you increase the variety and the types of fruits, of vegetables, of nuts, of seeds, of beans, of pulses, of grains, all of the plant-based foods. 
So what might that look like? If you always eat the same vegetables with your meal, mix it up. Add a different one each day, um, add a different one to each meal kind of during the week. If you always buy red peppers when you go to the supermarket, switch it up and buy green or yellow ones. If you always eat an apple, try having an orange, a pear, a peach or plums. If you always have almonds as a snack, try mixing it up with different nuts like walnuts or pecans. Or better still, have a trail mix with lots of different seeds like pumpkin and sunflower also mixed in. What I love about this approach is that everyone can start from a different place. Wherever you are, you have a simple choice to just add a little more diversity or variety each week. Now, I know we all like tangible targets. So 30 is the minimum to aim for in terms of number of different plant-based foods in a week. And that number is based on a study by the American Gut Project where they demonstrated, they showed that people who ate more than 30 different plant-based foods in a week had greater diversity in their microbiome. But we also know that more variety has a multiplying effect. So if you hit the 30 target very easily, then aim one step higher, aim for 40, and then go up to 50. Every small step, every small addition will make a difference. As always, I would love to hear how you get on with this and I hope you enjoyed it and found it helpful. Thank you for listening and we will see you again very soon.